Welcome back, Cuzzies, to another episode of the Coaster Cuzzies podcast. If this is your first time tuning into the Coaster Cuzzies, this podcast is where two best friends talk about roller coaster, theme parks, and shenanigans. Your hosts for this show are Coaster Bro and Theme Park Stud. On today's episode, the Costa Cuzzies are going to rank our top Cedar Fair parks. We're going to dive deep into it and let you know which ones are our favorites and which one is our least favorites. So stick around and listen to those Cuzzies in your ear. Yo, Costa Bro, how you doing today? Vibing, son. I'm vibing. What's I do up? miss DMX, but I'm yeah. pretty happy. R.I.P. DMX. So our oh. listeners out there, make sure you to listen to the Rough Riders anthem. Pull one out for our homie DMX. R.I.P. What? <laughs> Where my dogs at? <laughs> Gosh, that guy, his music moved people. You know, when uh, Party Up came on during like middle school dances, oh, I lost man. my shit, bro. I lost it. God, I actually need to listen to that song. I was listening to some DMX for soccer yesterday, and I'm like, damn, that would have been a good song to pump me up. What's really hard to do is to listen to DMX and like not get hard nipples. Like, he just really, <laughs> really gets the blood going. You know what I mean? I mean, right now, I don't think I want to get hard nipples singing about DMX, you know, especially this like right after he died. But <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's just a natural phenomenon of listening to his music, especially Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer um best christmas song of all time heater <laughs> heater but uh the world was a better place when dmx was in it uh but man how, how can we not start the show without bringing up dmx mm-hmm. miss him. Oh. anyway roller yeah. coasters yeah we're gonna talk about some roller coasters and cedar fair parks today we're gonna we're gonna figure out which oh, yeah. ones are our favorite I'm curious to see how your list stacks up to my list. I think it's going to be eerily similar, minus a few random parks here and there. Yes, and we also have the listeners' answers. So we we put out the question on Instagram, on our Discord, and Facebook, and got some answers. It's math. I did some math, and uh, we put together some basically their top ten. So um, it's going to be a little different than ours. I can tell you that already. But I'm I am sure it to, is. <laughs> excited to to talk a little Cedar Fair action. But before we do, we have some news to catch up on, especially since we've been doing this thing. Uh, you know, last episode we started the the Coaster Cuzzies road trip. What is it called? Oh my god, the Great the, Cuzzies road trip. There you go, the Great Cuzzy road trip. <laughs> the thing I named and forgot what I named it, but. Um, <laughs> We kind of have like an, what we're going to be doing, just so you guys know as listeners, is uh, we're going to have a regular show, and then basically every other show is going to be a stop on that road trip. So next week, we are going to be talking about Des Moines. So if you have any, any tips about Des Moines, Iowa, and you want to be on the show, send us in a voice clip, coastercuzzies at gmail.com, you know, be 30 seconds to a minute, something like that. Um about what you got to do in Des Moines, because this one will not be as easy for us as Kansas City will, I, I'm, I'm predicting. What do yeah. you think, Theme Park said? Yeah, it's going to be a little more difficult. Um, we're not from Des Moines. We don't go to Des Moines that often, but uh, we'll figure it out. It'll be fun. 
Well, all so I know you, is they like to drink in Des Moines. Yes, they do. So this uh, road trip, you did the math. How long is this road trip going to take us to complete again? <laughs> six fucking years. <laughs> yeah, so this road trip, we're going to be on it for six years. So uh, we have plenty of stops along the way, uh, and it's going to be fun. <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a really good possibility that uh, this road trip won't end. You know, it will as long as our podcast lasts for six years, it will end. But man, that's a that's quite the commitment. <laughs> yeah. It's a long road trip. <laughs> yep, it will be. Uh, we might find ways to shorten it along the way. We'll uh, we're still kind of figuring that out. But as it stands, six fucking years. Six years. <laughs> we'll be in the Northeast next year at some point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, but we do have to get into our first segment, Theme Park Stud, and it's time for you to react, sir. Sounds so good. we've got a lot of news um, since we didn't cover it in the last show, um, and we'll be, you know, some of this stuff, listeners are going to be listening to, they're like, man, that was a while ago, but I guarantee you I haven't heard half this shit, and I want to hear your thoughts on it, so we're going to do it. Cool. All right, the first thing, we're going to go straight to Disneyland, and I, I feel like you might have seen this or heard this, but... Disneyland kind of put some proposals in for Anaheim to basically expand Disneyland in a way. Have you heard anything about this? I have heard a little bit about it. I don't know any details at all, but I did hear they announced because some people were like, Disneyland's getting a new park or expansion and stuff. Yeah. (laughs) That was the clickbait immediately that there was going to be a third gate. And after people kind of settled down, they kind of started to look at it and realize, oh, this probably isn't a third gate. Um, there's some opportunities that it might be a, another land. Um, they, they honestly, they put out a bunch of concept art out there of shit that it could be like, uh, there's some black Panther stuff that came out. Um, I've, I've never, I don't watch Marvel movies. So I've never seen it, but there's like the, the rock work of the, the Panther. You know what I mean? Any, no, like a Wakanda. That's like Maybe. their, that's their world. Yeah, and there uh, might be. I've that. actually, actually, that's one of the few Marvel movies I've seen is Black Panther, and it's actually really good. So I do okay. suggest you to watch it. All right, was there rock yeah. work with a panther or something? Uh, I mean, it was like, yeah, I mean, kind of. And then, I mean, this is like this big kind of fountain. I don't know. I probably there probably yeah, is, and I'm just I like really butchering this. Thing. Okay, yeah, that's what they do. Like, they they challenge the season the next Black Panther. Ah, okay, yeah. I get it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's some talk that it could be just expansion for downtown Disney. Could be, it could be a separate admission kind of thing. It could be a hotel. It could be, could be a lot of things. And basically, this is kind of their shot to kind of, to the city of Anaheim to be like, yo, we're announcing this. Now, let us do something is basically kind of what it is because they're, they're really short on land. Okay. So this may not fucking happen. It's pretty possible but i mean what would you want to see this is i mean you've been to disneyland and you know where the disneyland hotel is right yeah and kind of where downtown disney ends mm-hmm. well, we didn't really go there but if you were to take like a left you go out security and take a left instead of going into the disneyland hotel there's another hotel down there and just kind of some land there that this is kind of where the expansion could be okay i mean what, what would you want to see would you want to see another land I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm all for land. So like, yeah, let's get a cool, especially what they've been pumping out lately. Like the lands in themselves are just insanely 
like immersive and Mm -hmm. so much detail involved in them. And it's just a lot of fun. And I think if it is black Panther, just say that one, I think they could do a lot with it and that'd be really cool. Um, but it's kind of, that's kind of odd. Well, I guess they do have star Wars out there now. I was kind of thinking like, maybe not Disneyland was that that's California, California. Oh no. Disneyland has star Wars now. Okay. Okay. And then, but they are getting a Marvel area in California adventure where bugs life used to be. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know what it could be. It could be a little expansion off of Pixar pier. Um, it could be. Yeah. Get that back section there. Yeah. It's possible, but Mm. I don't know. I just hope something happens. I mean, you could even get an expansion. uh, You get like a downtown Disney, um, Disney Springs type section, even where they expand that. And that could be pretty cool. Or it could be more more hotels. Who the hell knows? Or it could be a Wakanda pool Wakanda with a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, actually, I mean, doing uh, it with Star Wars. A Marvel themed uh, hotel would be pretty cool. Like mm-hmm. each floor is like a different. That'd be pretty cool, actually. And there is a need for more on property hotels because you have three of them at Disneyland, and mm-hmm. um, they're all pretty pricey. So. I imagine the new hotel would be pretty pricey as well. So I don't know why I said that, but <laughs> probably. <laughs> but I just wanted to hear your thoughts on that because it literally isn't. It's it's wide open. It could be anything, but there's like a plot that they want to put some shit in. Um, also, out of Disneyland, more booze is going to be added to Disneyland Park. Woo! So you have the Olga's Cantina, which is kind of the first introduction of booze in Disneyland Park. And now the Blue Bayou restaurant has announced that they will be having some alcohol services um, in that fancy little restaurant. Can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah. I'm always good with that. Uh, love that place. Love the French quarters and uh, just add some alcohol to the mix. We're good. Would that make it more likely for you to book at Blue Bayou? Uh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Same here. Um I love Blue Bayou, and one of my favorite things actually about the Blue Bayou restaurant is that you can get mint juleps by the pitcher, and it just refills, and you don't have to pay like every time you get a new mint julep, which you probably shouldn't be having multiple mint juleps at the park, but you're at Disneyland. You can do whatever the hell you want when you're at Disneyland. Yeah, so um, I do love the mint juleps, and there's rumors that there might be an alcoholic version of the mint julep, which would be a big brain move. Very nice. Very nice. All <laughs> right, moving on to the next news. Fun Spot Orlando came out with on April Fools. You know, all the parks were coming out on April Fools' Day and just putting out bullshit like, "Oh, we're putting in this new ride" or just crazy stuff. Yeah, of yeah. course. It was all very annoying. Honestly, I don't like the holiday at all. But yeah, Fun Spot, got, I used to ahead. like those. Yeah, I used to like those things, but now I feel like every company and everybody like does that it was, was actually kind of funny one of my friends actually fell for an escape room in kc and they did like a tiger themed one like tiger king themed one and i she like sent it in this group text and i was like you know it's april fool's day then she actually clicked on the link and sure enough it was i was like it be on your toes people but i agree over like everyone's doing it like every industry mm-hmm. every company is doing something like that but Funspot came out and they put out this new ride that looked like an April, Fool, April Fool's joke. So it's your classic chain swing style ride that you might see at a Six Flags. Mm-hmm. Um, what do they call them? Skyscreamers. Yeah. 
Um, so it's going to have the chain option, but then every other seat is going to have a flying option. Ooh. Like, um, you know how those you have those cages on those uh, flying coasters that are yeah, yeah. Like Candace Wonderland. Every other row is going to be that. Oh, everybody thought it was fake. Turns out it's real. Like it's on their <laughs> website now. And what a terrible time to actually. In. What a terrible time to really make it a real announcement. They're like, yeah, I think <laughs> April first is a great day to do it. And everyone's like, like, oh, we're actually for real. <laughs> well, the thing is, they they posted some other bullshit too, and they're like, we're gonna put out a lot of news, and now you gotta figure out which one is real. Oh, okay, so, that's pretty cool. I thought it was interesting because you know any other day that's like a, it's a good announcement, I guess, but. It just it just had a little extra pop to it. All the how, attention was on the internet looking for jokes and how tall is this one supposed to be? Ooh, I don't know the answer to that one, but mm-hmm. it's pretty short. Not as tall as the one we went in Orlando. <laughs> Not as tall as the one we pretty much shit our pants on. Yeah. We the, we thought we were gonna die. That yeah, wasn't fun at all. Yeah. I was just like That was terrible. <laughs> I hated that thing. Yeah. Ugh. I was like, let's come down now. <laughs> I remember yeah, we were just like, This isn't fun. Like, we even had a few beers before we did that. Mm-hmm. No, but this is going to be like, I, I do believe it's like under 100 feet. Um, okay. I don't know if they even release stats on it, to be honest. But it's it's definitely, you can tell it's short. Yeah. And I do believe it's going in that plot between um, White Lightning and Freedom Flyer. It's okay. kind of a plot of land there. They, they, they've, had, they've had like temporary rides there before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Kind of a blank spot to put something. Mm-hmm. So. That'll look really nice next to the entrance, I think. I think it'll be fun. Do you think they'll allow beers on it? I hope so. <laughs> Especially in the flying position. Especially in the flying position, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the next bit of news, there was a rumor I read on Screamscape, and I guess you wouldn't call it a rumor, but Toys R Us kind of patented some, um, some words, some titles for places. Okay. Toys R Us World, Toys R Us Land, and Toys R Us Park. Hmm. And that's all we have. There's not really any deep connection into that. But So they just patent these names, or they've had in, these for a while? In April. Okay. So that's like 10 days ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like, is Toys R Us gearing to come back in the theme park world? What do you think? Or is this what could it be? I mean, okay, obviously you have Jeffy the Giraffe. That's like the main character. But other than that, like this one's for oh, Jeffrey the Giraffe. Yeah. <laughs> uh I just they just have a they just sell a bunch of toy brands. So I feel like Marvel's always picked up by Disney. Mm-hmm. Lego is obviously part of Legoland Parks. Um you already got Nintendo part of Universal. I mean, that's they do something with like Sony and PlayStation, or uh, I think you could also. I, I, I just know, I feel like there's enough toy companies that you could have brands that you go after, and that could be like a land. I think Hasbro board games, like a board game land, even. Yeah, I guess you could do that. I don't know. I just feel like Toys R Us is. It's so irrelevant now that I don't know if it would make a big impact. I know, like, I mean, I'd love to see it just for nostalgia reasons, but kids these days don't know what Toys R Us is. That's true. Like, the millennials are the ones that, uh, you know, went there on their birthdays and picked out toys. Mm-hmm. 
I personally, like when I think about this, I think of something like a small term attraction. Like I think about Merlin attractions that have, you know, their one or two hour like play areas. Yeah. I see that more being a thing because you could have like a really cool play structure themed to toys, like a connects play structure or something like that. Um, I do also worry though, that like you would have to rely on so many other IPs that it's going to be not cost effective. Yeah. I don't know. It'd just be interesting, but I think you're on to something with it being like a, not really a major theme park, but more of a smaller, like FEC type thing. Ooh. What about a matchbox coaster though? That would be kind of like cool. the, the, the <laughs> matchbox tracks and the loops. Or hot or hot wheels, but isn't hot there wheels. like a That's hot? What it is. Isn't there like a hot wheels like ride out there somewhere? I don't think it's coaster, but some kind of flat ride and some park in like Dubai. I think I could be completely wrong, but I feel like I've seen some kind of amusement park ride. That's hot. If wheels. so, I don't know what you're talking about. I know. Keep going. I'm gonna do a quick Google search. <laughs> okay, I got gotcha. you. While you're doing that, the biggest news, which I'm sure you saw. Velocicoaster announced that they will be opening their coaster on June 10th. June 10th? Yep. So it's going to be, it's kind of the first major coaster that's made an announcement at all about when they're going to open. I think they promised by summer and they beat summer by like six days or something like that. <laughs> so, um, I, you know, they put out some more PR stuff. Um, some videos that the park put out there and it gets you fucking pumped for this ride. Like, I, I think I am officially more excited about this ride than I am any other coaster that's open. really, yeah. It the looks, elements just look good, man. Yeah, the whole thing just looks amazing. Like, the ride and the theme, yeah, the it. Uh, the I feel lights. like there's gonna be it's gonna be such a big like picture world on uh, like just a lot of picture spots and photo opportunities. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a walkway that's totally just for photos. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's there's some functionality behind it to kind of bypass Potter and stuff, but um, God, it just looks like one of those rides that, I don't know, it was good enough to where like our, we did our Florida Park Knockout and uh, we're recording this on a Saturday. We announced the winner today and islands of adventure one and i did not expect it to be the top florida park to be honest yeah i wasn't expecting that either i was like oh but you add potter you add um velocicoaster and all of a sudden enthusiasts are like yo this is this is one of the best parks in florida apparently all right right. i did i did a little bit of research so there used to be a roller coaster in australia um and it just got renamed at the end of this year it used to be the hot wheels sidewinder and now it's just a gold coaster at Dreamworld in Australia. Now I gotta look this up. Yeah, so it's my to, turn. I think it used to be sponsored by Hot Wheels. I hate when parks have IPs and they drop them. Yeah. It's like, well, I get why they do it, but it's like, dude, you got it for a reason. All right, Dreamworld. And what's it called now? Uh, gold Coaster. Oh, it's just like an arrow looper? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, shout out to that oh. looper for getting a also yeah, in it was that. Also in India, there is a steel floorless coaster at B and M. Uh and in twenty eighteen it there's a partnership with Mattel, so now it's the Hot Wheels Nitro. Just uh B and M floorless. A magica. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, that looks good. Yeah, that looks good. <laughs> it does. It looks like uh it looks it good. looks like Hot Wheels. <laughs> huh. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That is. So <laughs> Toys R Us World, just go to if you want to ride on a Hot Wheels track, go to India for a nice mm-hmm. B&M floor list. That actually it looks good. It looks hey, it looks good. It looks good. I didn't know there was a B&M floorless in India, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Me either till now. <laughs> All right. Our next bit of news. We've got two more. Um, Six Flags came out and basically announced that they're going to be doing a roller coaster power hour in the month of April on Friday nights for about five hours. And then in May on Thursdays and Friday nights for five hours. So basically it's during the night and they will open the only thing opening is all of their coasters. Okay. Would you go to this? Well, the only power hours I've been to is with beer. Uh, they were great power hours, man. <laughs> so, um, 60 I think I think it would be a lot of fun. Like, I don't think I'd go to like every single one, but like, I'd, I think it'd be fun to go to one and just get a ton of rides in on them. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it'd be a good, good opportunity for someone to just, just get a ton of rides on. You know it's going to be, like, dead. Yeah. Or not. I don't know. Six Flags. I mean, parks are opening and people are fucking going. Like, every yeah, park is, like... Rental car shortage in the, in America right now. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's wild. There's so many people traveling. But when I even think about Six Flags... I know you haven't been to Six Flags Great Adventure. Um, but when you go, all you want to do is ride coasters anyway. There's, like, not any other... Outside of, like, the parachute ride... And maybe like Justice League, if they have one. I think I think they do have one. There's not really anything else you want to ride. You just want to ride the coasters. So like, mm-hmm. I think this is actually going to go pretty well for them. Where it would not work well is like Worlds of Fun, who tried this a couple of years ago during their haunt season during the week, and it bombed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, and the last bit of news here. Speaking of Worlds of Fun. Did you know there's a dinosaur drive-thru going on at Worlds of Fun right fucking now? No, I did not know that. I didn't either. And we are pass holders. Why do we not know this? It's so weird. So I think it's in their parking lot. And basically what's happening is they have 60 dinosaur animatronics. This is obviously like a third-party company that comes in and does this. And Worlds of Fun probably makes some sort of money off of it. Um, But it's a a 45-minute drive-thru experience that's like also got audio with it. So as you're going okay. through, you you learn more about the different dinosaurs. Um, Fifty fucking dollars for a car to go through. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that, that's a no for me, dog. That's <laughs> yeah, gonna be a no for me, man. <laughs> I I just think it's interesting that we didn't hear shit about it. I know. I wonder if like Worlds of Fun's only making money off it because they're just renting out the parking lot. So they don't yeah. care how many people show up or not. And that's why they haven't. But I feel like if I was that third-party company, I would ask part of the agreement. I would say, hey, can you send out a message to all your pass Remote, holders? Email, yeah. Yeah, like both parties win. You're giving your pass holders something to do out Worlds of Fun. And yeah, I don't get it. Maybe we and, did get it. Did you? I don't know. I've, I don't really check I my... Yeah, I don't really check the emails that often. But is there anything on their website? Um, I think maybe on their website, check it, but I didn't see anything on their like social media. Mm-hmm. Like the news pushed some stuff out. It's like KNBC, 
local news. They pushed some stuff out and had some stories. And that's how I found out about it. And I found out about it the day after it opened. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm usually pretty on World of Fun shit. But, um, oh God, I just hate this. I, I honestly hate this move. They should be open for the year. The, today should be opening day. Yeah. Any other year, today is opening day. And like other, other parks are finding ways to open earlier than normal because there's a demand for people to get back to the parks. And Cedar Fair is just fucking... It's just fucking... Just fucking... <laughs> I don't even know that they know other parks are doing well. It's just... It's like sad to see. I don't even know... End of May is... We have to wait another month and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much... I'm going to plan a trip by then. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it does nothing on the website at all. It's just really odd because, like, when Six Flags does this shit, like, it's it's top, like, it hits all the news. Like, all the coaster boys know about it. Like, um, I knew about Six Flags New England doing this before I knew about Worlds of Fun because they're doing something similar as well. So it's just odd, and I I don't like the move of just like we should be open, but you can drive through this dinosaur thing. I don't know. Just just, it's just weird. Cedar Fair is weird. I'm, they should have been doing this in the off season when they closed early last year. This is when they should have done it, not a, a month before they open. Yeah, when the weather's well, not so nice today, even though the sun's out now. But <laughs> I would I would have been to I would have been at World of Fun if it was opening day today. It was raining all day. Yeah, I would have been there. <laughs> no lightning. Yeah, was true. There? I just it was raining pretty hard though, so. I got I got a really good rain jacket. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, speaking of Cedar Fair, what are we about to get into? Oh, we're getting into a Cedar Fair thing. Hey. That's right, the Cedar Fair thing. We're gonna rank the Cedar Fair parks. So, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I I totally ripped this off from In the Loop. So, um, shout out to them for doing this a couple years ago. Uh, I think they did it for Six Flags. I don't think they did it for Cedar Fair, but. You had a busy week. I had a busy week. And I was like, hey, let's just let's just rank Cedar Fair Parks, all right? Let's just do it. It's going to be fun. We did put, like I said earlier, we put some stuff out on social, and we're going to have guest kind of um, feedback as well. So you, we're going to have three lists. Theme Parks does list, Coaster Bros list, and the wrong list, which is all of you guys, your listener answers, scored together. <laughs> no, no, that's also a valid list. Um, basically what I did is people put in their scores and how I scored it. If we want to get nerdy with it, I don't know if this is a good way to score it, but it's how we did it. First place got 10 points. If it's on somebody's list, second place got nine. Third place got, you get it right. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> and you just kept going down. Um, so I only did top tens is what I did. So if you were, if you had an 11th, 12th, third, 13th, 14th, and they didn't, getting to your top 10 they got zero points originally i asked for water parks and we decided as we started recording we're going to keep water parks out of it but i just want to point out that if we included water parks slitterbon new Braunfels got 12th place <laughs> okay <laughs> like <laughs> some people like that place and it looks like a great water park yeah, it does look great. I, I would like to go there one day. Um, I know we, we talked about it a long, long time ago. 
we just never have been down there so it's the slitter bond i would go to it's like yeah. it's busted oh, yeah. two parks it's the original like it there's got some there's some theming in it it's got a sky coaster yeah we definitely, it would be the only one i would go to as well yeah i mean outside of kansas city when that existed but true could i've been there but yes and slitter bonds are a good time but coaster enthusiasts man they don't give a shit about water parks they just want to ride the coasters so um did we decide we want to do top tens for each yeah or did we, we go or did we, we did do 12 i think we did 12 let's do 12 let's do the top 12 i've got it for both so that's cool um we'll start with the listeners and then you want to do yours i'll do mine sounds good to me all right so the listeners for their number 12 spot we're talking about coaster enthusiasts here they put gilroy gardens which has two roller coasters they have a aero mine train and i think it's a zaire kitty coaster slash family coaster and the rest is gardens coaster enthusiasts don't like gardens coaster enthusiasts said fuck that place last place <laughs> who has your last place spot the last place for me is uh, michigan's adventure oh, why'd you put michigan's adventure as your last uh it's just one of those that like anytime we've like planned a park or even thought about being in that general area it's it doesn't even i feel like we don't even talk about it like it's just one of those things that they're like oh well we could do michigan adventure that's like the only thing and and we just say no every single time and it's one of those parks like i really don't know when i'm ever going to get there just because there's so many other routes that are better um i We'll definitely probably hit it on the cus- on the Great Cuzzy's road trip. We will. It's going to be, uh, you know, sometime maybe early next year <laughs> or late <laughs> but, this year. But me getting in there in real life, I don't know. And, I, and just to put it in perspective, the first time I ever went to Cedar Point, I was actually in Michigan visiting my cousins, and it's more central northern Michigan. And we drove from there all the way to Cedar Point instead of even going to Michigan's adventure, which had been a lot shorter of a drive. I also like to point out too that every time we've thought about going to Michigan's Adventure, we would have got in for free because we either worked there or knew somebody or we were season pass holders and we still didn't make the side trip. Yes. So that's why I mean, I mean it really only has one coaster that I would want to ride that actually makes sense to go there. And that's shivering wow, shivering timbers. <laughs> <laughs> that does look like a great wooden coaster. Um you know, some people compare it to Voyage. Some people compare it to like Boulder Dash. Like some people really put it up there as some of the, one of the top coasters. And that's the only reason I would go as well. Um, I, I think it's also funny that Michi- people from Michigan claim Cedar Point as their home park. <laughs> yes, they do. That's, it's, it's real. <laughs> All right. So my, yeah, my number 12 is actually Valley Fair. I put Valley Fair, and the reason is, when you set, when you talk about Michigan's adventure, you say, ah, I would go for Shivering Timbers. What in Valley Fair's lineup makes you say, ah, I would go there for that? I think for me, it wasn't one ride. I think it's just more quality rides there. So, yes, I don't think any of the rides beat Shivering Timbers, but you're going to get more of a better experience overall, in my opinion. That's fair for an entire day versus just compared to Michigan adventure. That's how I kind of compared them. That's great. I get that. 
and completely understand it. But it's the reason I didn't put Michigan's Adventure in last because Valley Fair, when I think about it, do I want to ride Wild Thing? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll get the credit. It's the worst of the Morgan Hypercoasters. Renegade, some people say it's a sleeper. Some say it's like one of the best GCIs. I got a rough ride on it when I rode and I was disappointed by it. High Roller, I thought was even better than than Renegade, their classic wooden coaster. Um, so it just, I think I visited that park in maybe 2011, something, or maybe 2012, something like that. I was there. I, th- I actually worked there for a week in 2012. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So that's why it definitely has a little, that's why I put uh, it a little bit higher too. I do have some nostalgia factor in there. However, I do agree. And again, I think to me, I was looking at a whole park experience, not just one ride. And that's why I yeah. think I, I would have had more fun at Valley Fair than I think I would have at Michigan's Adventure. That's pretty fair. Um, one thing I will say redeeming about Valley Fair is their water park has some like wacky rides or wacky slides that are like, should this exist? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, it's almost like a slide mixed with a rapids ride but you're on an inner tube and you just know people get hurt on that all the time and i'm just waiting for them to announce it to be gone but the water park was okay and it is what it is man i just like i i want i want to go back to that area and i don't know that i would prioritize going to valley fair i would want to go to mall of america maybe two days over mall of america valley fair (laughs) like it's just weird all right, we'll move on to what the listeners put for their number 11. And their number 11 was Michigan's Adventure. So they pretty much agreed with you there, Theme Park Stud. Yeah. Michigan's Adventure. All they have is Shivering Timbers. What else is there? An SLC. <laughs> what else is there? Like, there's, there are two Woodies there. Or three Woodies, I guess. Which, if you like wooden coasters, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> what is there to say matt smith would be there matt smith would be there all right what did you have for your number 11 so my number 11 was your number 12 valley fair (laughs) so again it didn't rank that much higher than uh than michigan adventure but again it definitely it beat it out for me very fair and um very fair (laughs) very very fair valley fair (laughs) My number 11 is Michigan's Adventure. <laughs> so <laughs> Michigan's Adventure, we don't have to talk about that anymore. But I did rank it just slightly above Valley Fair for that Shearing Timbers. And, you know, they have like a kitty coaster called Zach Zoomer. I like family style wooden coasters. So that's like one of my weird guilty pleasures, which makes me think one day I may visit Michigan's Adventure. All right. We're in the top 10 now, right? We are in the top 10. The listeners pretty much agreed with us here, too. They put Valley Fair at number 10. Okay. All right. What was your number 10? My number 10 is actually our home park, Worlds of Fun. Oh, shit. Yeah. As you are on a Zoom call with uh, Worlds of Fun as your background, you barely put (laughs) it in your top 10. (laughs) Made it, though. And the reason why I did this is, don't get me wrong, I love Worlds of Fun. It's always going to have a special place in my heart. But it's very eerily similar to Valley Fair. Um, 
They're very Amazing. identical parks. So if I'm really going on from a non-biased standpoint, which is what I'm trying to do, because uh, if I bias because I worked at World of Fun, it's kind of what got me interested in theme parks. It would definitely be a lot higher. But if I really had to be unbiased and really rank the parks, depending on the rides and how enjoyable my experience would be, I had to put World of Fun close to Valley Fair, but it's definitely better than Valley Fair. Yeah, I, w- I would say it's better than Valley Fair in that it has a B&M and I would say a better GCI. Yeah. I don't know, though. I think... And a better uh, Chance Morgan Hyper. Yeah, the better version of that. <laughs> See, they're really yeah. like similar parks. That's when it comes down to it. They just have the Impulse Coaster that we don't have. But and would you rather ride Patriot or an Impulse Coaster? Like, Yeah, Patriot. Yeah. They have a similar Sky Coaster, but ours is a little bit better than theirs. Theirs flies over a fucking parking lot. But it's and, still, but it's a still a really good drop, though. Yeah. But I do want to point out, I don't know if this is still their policy, but you know, every every time you, if you're a site controller, which means you've operated the ride, you pass this test, you get to fly for free at every Sky Coaster, except for Valley Fair. They have this yeah. about them, and I think that's why I fucking buried it. I was like, "Fuck you guys." See, I got to ride it when I was there when I was working because they were they were testing site controllers so i was part of their like flight mm-hmm. like so i gotta ride it like four times so <laughs> i hate you because <laughs> that's, also, that's one you, d- you never gotten right because you didn't pay for that's it that's one i never got we went to do it yeah and they're like sorry they weren't even busy like yeah <laughs> they were like proud we don't do that here and it's like oh really well I'm gonna remember that when one of you motherfuckers comes to World of Fun and tries to fly in our sky coaster. <laughs> <laughs> I was so heated. I was so mad. I bet. I like, they're not even busy. You don't have anything to do. Just put me on it. Anyway, just a slap in the face. I'm sure there's a reason. Who knows? It's probably, probably not a good reason. Probably not. It's valid. All right. What is your number ten? I put Gilroy Gardens. Um, so I, I almost hate myself for not putting it higher, but Gilroy Gardens is mostly a botanical park with two coasters. And the reason I actually rank it above Michigan's Adventure and Valley Fair is that it is so unique. It is, I mean, it's not even really a Cedar Fair park, they just operate it, but um, it does seem like it's a place I want to go. I want to go, I want to see the pretty gardens. And I want to ride their two coasters. And then I probably never want to return, honestly. But I do love that the park has some character. They have like a um, a garlic mascot that walks around. Some of their flat <laughs> rides are themed to vegetables. And it's just wacky and cool. And I think that, I think it was unfair that the listeners said that it's their least favorite Cedar Fair Park. Like, why would you want to go to Vanilla you know, Michigan's Adventure or Valley Fair when you could go to something a little bit different. And I get it. If you're a thrill ride person, that's what you're voting for. And that's why you guys did it. But I have a little bit of a beef with that. (laughs) So that's why I put it at number 10. It does make my top 10 Cedar Fair parks. So I had to make sure that that happened. All right. What are we on? Nine? I need your help counting. Yeah, I've had a, a very stiff drink tonight. (laughs) <laughs> drinking an ipa from a local brewery here number nine the listeners and i do worry because we have a kc bias in our listeners but they they put number nine worlds of fun so 
They ranked it a little bit higher than you, right? Yeah, competitors number 10. Um, but I do think they've kind of ranked it appropriately here. Yeah. I thought, you know, for someone with a lot of Casey bias, I'm surprised it's not higher on their list, actually. Yeah. Um, there's definitely some parks that it could have sneaked up over a little bit, and it was close. Yeah. Um, but honestly, the count... Um, Worlds of Fun barely beat Valley Fair, and I feel like the bias put it over Valley Fair. So like, I think some people would say Valley Fair is better. Some up. people would want to ride an Impulse as opposed to like one of the weaker B&M inverts. So that's what the listeners say. What did you say for number nine? So that's when I put in my uh, Gilroy Gardens. So I put it at number nine. And uh, so I kind of agree with you. Yeah, I think it would be – I definitely would like to go to it. Again, it's not something I'm going to go out of my way on. But if I'm, you know, in that area of California, I would love to, to go there. Not, not really for the credits, but just to experience the gardens. And I'm sure it's going to be beautiful there. Uh, so I think it would just be a nice little – like relaxing day on a coaster trip or um, if you just kind of have a day where you do that in the morning, maybe mid afternoon and then do some other things at night. Uh, Appear at night or something. Yeah. So I think it'd just be a real fun day, uh, but it definitely drops to the lower one. Cause it just doesn't have a lot of fun rides, but it'll still be cool to check out. It'd be neat. I like to, I think it'd be neat in this list. I do too. It's the neatest it- park. <laughs> and like, I also think too, like that San Francisco trip, it's so well-rounded. You've got like a, a pier park up there. You've got a Six Flags. You've got a Cedar Fair park. And then you have this technical Cedar Fair park that's actually a botanical garden. It's like, that's just a well-rounded trip. Get some wine. I can't wait for California to open up again, you know? Yeah. We've been trying to go there for a while. All right. What's your number nine? Worlds of Fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Worlds of Fun. Worlds of Fun needs a signature attraction. For me to even pretend like it's better than anything else. You did do a great TikTok of, uh, of Prowlers <laughs> opening in black yes. and white. <laughs> yes. Um, great plug for the TikTok. Follow us on Coaster Cuzzies. But there's a trend going on right now that you just take like a video that's very current and just put it in black and white and just pretend like it was from the 50s or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I just took a basic shot of Prowler going up the lift hill and just called it opening day and said, you know actual footage from opening day of their newest roller coaster <laughs> i think i tagged them in it they uh they did not respond to that one that was a good burn i like it <laughs> that's why you were nine much. that's why you were ninth and tenth yes put in a new coaster yeah we love you but goddamn <laughs> there was a somebody did put in the comments like look out for next year but i don't <laughs> like someone probably saw some some rumor just like the yeah. time i started a rumor when i was there <laughs> that we're gonna we gotta talk about this year. we gotta talk about this you spread it a rumor when you were a supervisor <laughs> yeah this is my last year when i was a senior supervisor and um me and uh me and another supervisor came with the idea of saying that we we're gonna get a launch coaster next year and one of our one of the leads that just got promoted the supervisor i'm not gonna name his name uh just i think i know him yeah, and uh, so we, we kind of like act like we were talking about it seriously in like a break room, and then he happened to, like walk in, and he kind of looked at him, and we we're like, "Oh, you can't tell anybody, but this is what's going on," knowing the that he was just going to tell everyone, 
And um, so it, it kind of got on for a few weeks. We kind of forgot about it. We kind of stopped talking about it after a week or so, at least uh, me and the supervisor. And then it was about a couple weeks after that. Um, my rides manager came up and we were at a downtime and he goes at Timberwolf. We were in the station, something got shut down on there. Maybe we had to do a quick station evac. Um, and then we were like waiting for maintenance to kind of work on things. And, uh, I was, I was talking to the rides manager and then, um, it was me and another supervisor. I don't think it was the one that was in the joke. Actually, no, I think it was. And, uh, she was like, yeah, we just, uh, we've been getting some questions like about, from like uh, services and, pe- and people asking like uh, coming up to like me in the park saying that we're going to like, what, what's the launch coaster going to be about? So it got to the point where employees were telling guests like, Hey, next year. And management had no idea this is going on. I didn't even have no idea that this was going on. It spread that big. So then I told her <laughs> like what we did and she was very shocked that that we did this. I'm like, we can't do anything like that. And I was like, it was just a joke. We didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you can't trust people with secrets. <laughs> but was, well, we we purposely did that because we knew it was going to spread, but we didn't think yeah. it was going to get to back to the guests and people. The guests. Really, really think this is a legitimate rumor? Uh, like, oh, but it was fantastic. Yeah, you just know. I think whoever was at the uh, the load side of Prowler was like, "Hey, I heard we're getting a new launch coaster." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and the funny thing is, like, people there, they don't, like, even though they work at a theme park or amusement park and they, like, know the rides, not a lot of people there are coaster enthusiasts. There's a few, but the ones that just took the information as launch coaster. No, they didn't ask, like, what kind of manufacturer is going to be, you know, if it's going to be, like, a inverted, floorless, uh, hyper, whatever. They didn't say anything about that. They just literally Maverick like, would have been huge, you know? They were just, like, launch coasters. So dude, I'm sure some people were picturing a wooden coaster that was going to launch, because, like, some of those people would truly think that was, like, a real thing. Turns out it, was, it turned out to be a real thing. Launched wooden coasters, but didn't go very well. Yeah. All right. Where the hell were we? Number eight? Yeah, we're going to go into eight. All right. The people took the upgraded version of Worlds of Fun at number eight and said Dorney Park. So Dorney Park, kind of a more beautiful version of Worlds of Fun with better versions of their star attractions for the most part. What did you put for number eight? I also picked Dorney Park. (laughs) <laughs> i also picked dorney park for number eight <laughs> so it's unanimous wow look at us yeah high five Good job, everybody team. high fives <laughs> high five yourself if you're listening so we all think it's just a little bit better in world of fun so <laughs> which it is like steel force is a little bit better than mamba i felt like the airtime's a little bit more intense talon is a little bit more intense than patriot even though it's very similar um and i also hydrus is really really cool it's it's different yeah yeah you come right out of the station into a jojo roll and you have a a very small floorless coaster but i have a soft spot in my heart for floorless coasters so i'm like i like it dorney park is something like valley fair i like wouldn't want to visit it again if i was in the area dorney park i would but they've got some classic rides there too they got like a, a classic whip there which is pretty fun to ride and yes, it's, just a, it's it's an okay like it's not the best in the area it's probably one of the worst big scale amusement parks in the area but it's still like it's good it's definitely on my go-to to visit like next yeah. time i'm out in that area um even those thousands of options to go to <laughs> um it's definitely on my i need to go to just because you know there's a larger 
uh, park and just to ride some of those rides and experience it just, just for once. They also have a wacky train that's like a Zephyr style. Interesting. It's kind of cool. Um, I, I weirdly remember their landscaping being pretty good. Yeah. Number eight. All right, moving on to number seven. The listeners picked California's Great America. That's what, <laughs> I, that's what I picked, too. <laughs> that's not what I picked. So <laughs> why did you pick California's Great America at number seven? It, again, it's kind of on the line of it's just slightly better, in my opinion, the Dorney Park. You kind of talked me into it. Um, <laughs> we right did talk this. a little bit before the show. I, I, and I really had Dorney Park in that one kind of like so I switched it right before because I was we were just briefly talking about the park. And like the more I looked at it, I got back on the website. It is just kind of it just looks a little bit more nicer and some of the rides look a little more fun. And at the end of the day, you're going to be in California compared to Pennsylvania. And I think the weather is just going to feel more comfortable there. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. My number seven, I actually went ahead and put Canada's wonderland at number Ooh. seven. Um, so Canada's wonderland. It's, it's kind of one of those weird parks of like, is this one of the best parks in the world? Or is this like an overrated park? And I was like, this thing's overrated. So, yes, they have a giga coaster, Leviathan. Leviathan. What, what did you call it? Leviathan? Le- yeah, Leviathan. <laughs> <laughs> you can't read for it. Years. <laughs> for years. <laughs> but they've got the giga coaster, and I think it's one of the weaker BM gigas. Behemoth, very good. And then um, I feel like they have one other, like, okay. Wonder Mountain's Guardian is different, but it's not good. Yeah. The rest of the lineup is just like bland, but like they also have good flat rides that kind of elevate it. Okay. The airplanes ride. Hell yeah. I love that thing. I do love that thing. That's why it's a lot but, higher on my list. <laughs> yes. But I also, um, I don't really particularly love the flat rides. It's not my thing. I don't, uh, more coaster guy, dark ride guy. But um, yeah, that's just, that's just why I have it pretty low compared to, I think, what most people would say. Canada's Wonderland, number seven. All right. Number six, our listeners picked Carowinds. Ah, interesting. They picked Carowinds, the land of Fury 325, Intimidator, Copperhead Strike. Yeah, just some badass rides. Well, okay, number six, I get it. I, I did guess. bury it, but... But, I mean, a lot of criticism comes from their coaster lineup. They've got, like, four rides that are pretty good, and then the rest is garbage. But Canada's Wonderland's the same. They just have more. I think the listeners just picked quantity over quality here. Yeah. If I'm being honest here. All right, what would you pick for number six? For number six, I put Keen's Dominion. Oh, shit. Yep. Uh, I mean, it's it's good. Don't get me wrong. Like Intimidator 305, insanely yeah. insane. Has a lot of different rides. But when I went there, it just wasn't super memorable to me. Like I'm thinking back to that trip. Mm-hmm. Granted, we, we had some awesome parks when we were there. So it's kind of a lot of big competition. We did, yeah. yeah. But it just, it just wasn't a super memorable day. And that was the day we did the coasting for kids, which is – was a cool event but it, mm-hmm. i looking back on that trip i remember other memories more vividly than being at king's dominion yes 
like Matt falling into the river in Gatlinburg. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, that one's a tricky one for me. I just, I can't, I just, that's where it's at on me. I just, it's just super memorable. You definitely have it the lowest of all of us. Yeah. Which, I mean, not super memorable. It's, I get it. And that was before they put in an arms when we visited. Yeah, so it's got that I mean, going for it now. But they've also taken out Volcano and a couple other rides. So, All right, what number was it again? Six. Six. My number six is California's Great America. So I have it the highest of everybody. You do? A tiny bit. Why is that? And the reason I do is I haven't been to this park. I do want to come out and say that. But when I look at their coaster lineup, they've got Railblazer, that single rail RMC, which is a banger. I already know that. People talk about um, Gold Striker in a similar kind of fashion that they do for Mystic Timbers at Kings Island, which is my favorite GCI. So I, I feel like this has an opportunity to be like my second favorite GCI potentially. And then you have Flight Deck, which is a very intense old school B&M coaster a little bit on the short side, but with a unique layout. And when I think about that top three, while the other stuff is pretty bad, <laughs> I mean, real bad, you're looking at like a wild mouse, a uh, converted stand up into a sit down grizzly. It's, it's not good. <laughs> I get that. But I think those top threes, they're, 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 they're top three coasters push it to where like i really want to get to this park this is one of the parks in america that i haven't been to that i would probably put in my top five well we were supposed to go there in 2020 and covid ruined it that did not go well yeah no that's sad we once this covid shit's over we need to prioritize san francisco for sure Mm -hmm. i think filthy casual kyle would be all in oh yeah and um just take like a long time to go there you know and just really take it in, drink some wine. It'll be a week-long vacation. It'll be very fun. It'll be a good time. Anywho, we're at number... F- are we on top five now? We are on top five. Thanks for keeping track, man. <laughs> As you take another drink. <sighs> I'm feeling pretty good, man. Feeling pretty good. All right. Number five. The listeners chose Canada's Wonderland. And this is one of those I feel like... I feel like did people have people visited Canada's Wonderland? Do they think it's better than it is? Is that kind of what happened here? I don't know. I think it's great. I think it's I think it's a top five uh, park as well. Number five. Well, number five. <laughs> okay, so you agree with the listeners here? Oh yeah, it's. Uh, I just had such a great day there. It was. It, even though we it was like a, a rainy day. kind of blah day like it was just some some funny stuff happened like uh like. <laughs> getting mass line jumped at leviathan yeah and it's so nice like <laughs> nice i'm so to, sorry all my kids are cutting you <laughs> yeah everyone apologized and i was like and we were annoyed but I remember i kept saying i was like you know in kansas city they would not apologize they would look at us like we weren't the ones doing wrong <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's uh, true. we had uh you know I think that was the first day we had Tom Hortons. Timmy Hortons. Tim, well, Tom Hortons. Fuck that up. 
Well, was that the first Logan and Mitch from Prairie Coasting are gonna <laughs> they're gonna laugh at that, you stupid piece of shit. Um was that the first day we had Timmy Hortons? I think so, yeah. Because yeah, we, we got for breakfast going to the park. Exactly. See, like, you know, we it was a good day. You're yeah, right. it was a good day. Uh um the airplanes ride was a lot of fun. You fucking lo- you you don't rewrite anything. You rewrite I don't what's that ride actually called? I don't know. I don't we call know. it the airplanes the ride. I don't want to know the name. Yeah. Yeah. It was so much fun. You sent me a TikTok dad the other day. That was hilarious. I think yes. all American one. Yeah. <laughs> so basically we call it the airplane ride. It's the ride that you go in and you have the ability to rock back and forth and potentially invert. And none of us flipped, but like we wanted to really bad. So like rewriting it was was a treat. <laughs> what else did you love about the other day? Was there anything else? Uh just being in Canada, loving yeah, being- Toronto being in canada the dive show was cool no it wasn't the dive show sucked ass i liked it okay the dive show you show up there's this huge build everybody's like yeah the dive show three divers jump in and then it's over yeah that's what i like about it it's hilariously <laughs> like people get so hyped about it and it's like that's it <laughs> they, they're so hyped about it they put an attraction like that in their water park so people <laughs> could jump off the cliff it's like a high dive it's so funny Okay, I get it. All right, what's your number five? If you're driving, you might want to pull over. (laughs) If you're at work, you might want to go to a place where you can scream loud obscenities. If you're at home, um, you might want to put your head under a pillow. Just for a little bit (laughs) until I announce it. All right, number five is Cedar Point for me. Hey, yes. made top five at least. It did make top five. And if you've listened to this show, you understand why I don't like Cedar Point. It's too crowded. There's way too many coasters. The there's no balance. It's like you came to ride coasters. And this is a park that should have like the sides of it should have like three dark rides in it. Like really. None of that. No dark rides. They got some flat rides. Okay. But this park is the most overhyped park and it's not very fun. I, I don't have fun there. So it's my number five um, theme park. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I put it in my top five. So like, honestly, like I acknowledge it's okay. Yeah. All right. Number four. Number four, the people said King's Dominion. Interesting. They like King's Dominion. And uh, what'd you put? I put uh, Knott's Berry Farm. Oh. My number four. Why so low? I have to ask. Uh, part of it was, uh, again, I just, I didn't, it wasn't very memorable when I went there. Like, those, it's a lot more memorable than like King's Dominion, hands down. But again, that was the trip I went to Disneyland on. So, Uh, uh, first Disneyland, yeah, first Universal Hollywood. And like, I remember getting to the park. Uh, I remember, I remember that the dark ride, uh, with this kind of the one with the octopus one, which is gone now. They got rid of okay. it. Yeah, it wasn't that good. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then I remember the boys and Barry like 
have eating that like that was delicious the food was great oh, that was a uh, knots kitchen or what's it called yeah but then i yeah uh, i forgot what it's called place. yeah and then um i also got the boysenberry ice cream too which was okay delicious um so i remember that but there's a lot of things i just don't remember about that park and it just wasn't i want to go back i i do remember thinking i wanted to go back here and visit again but it just wasn't wasn't over the top like it wasn't wasn't there for me like the other ones have been i will say knots well like with the listeners and obviously it's it's coming up in the top three but people either loved it or they were like eh, it's good-ish i think what it lacks is that main coaster that memorable coaster ride i think that's what it lacks anyhow Number four, I actually agreed with the listeners here, and I said King's Dominion. I do like King's Dominion. I think it's a um, kind of like a not as good version of King's Island. You know, you've got the very similar styles. But I did like the coaster lineup. Um, I think I-305 is pretty overrated, but it's like fine. There is a giga coaster there, so that's cool. Um, Dominator I thought was a pretty good floorless. I love that they have an RMC there that I haven't ridden yet. But um, I think I just like the vibe of the place. I, I like the atmosphere. I like I like the main street. And um, I actually enjoyed my day there. Yeah. I, I thought it was it a too. I thought it was a little bit prettier than um, than Kings Island. Yeah. But the coaster lineup wasn't as good. Interesting. So I think, I think that's why King's I put it at number four. I think Kings Island's a pretty pretty beautiful park though it is it is so maybe i'm but i feel like king's king's dominion is too it is I, I think i want to put up a poll on instagram to see which is more beautiful see what people say i think people would say king's island because it's more popular but yeah i'm gonna put that up on the instagram all right number three the people put king's island okay so they, they, they basically said Kings Dominion, Kings Island, pretty similar. I think I think you have that Ohio bias thing going on that kind of puts Kings Island over Kings Dominion for a lot of people. Yeah. But top three, they started off with Kings Island there. So my number three is Cedar Point. So oh, okay. Yeah. Uh and reason why I totally agree, it's just not a the balance isn't there. But I do love Maverick. I do love Millennium Force. You know, I do. I do like some of the rides there. Um, so when I go, I'm not like Coaster Bro. I'm not having any fun. Apparently, <laughs> I did have a little bit of fun, but it is. It's a lot, and it just. It's not really a pretty park. Uh, I mean, Lake Erie is great, um, but at the end of the day, it's just this. It's just, I don't know. I don't like it just so wide open and so just all the concrete. There's so much concrete there. It is. It's not yeah. pretty. Yeah, it's just not pretty. And that and that's where I think Cedar Point for me. I, you know, I know people love it. It's roller coaster roller coaster, there's like how many they are. Oh my God. Um, but it just it's the whole experience is just not doing it for me. It puts me off as more of an exhausting place than a fun place. Yeah, but I have had some very good memories there, and I think that's why sure. that's why I think it does beat out some of the ones that you like, like Knotts and uh, Kings Dominion. They have in different areas on your list. I think that's why, because I've had 
quite a few good memories there at Cedar Point, and it was some memorable experiences. Yeah, but I've also been there like what three, maybe four times, I think. So yeah, I will say though, um, I want to give Cedar Point another chance one day, maybe when they actually put in a good new addition. <laughs> That's not just expensive, but it's also a very good ride. Um, I want to, I want to do the resort. I want to like stay on resort. So I've done, I've stayed on property before. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it was like the breakers hotel. So it wasn't the fanciest one in the world. And they have re they have redone it lately. Yeah. Did you go after the refurb or before it was in 2012? I went, I don't don't know what that would be. Yeah. I I don't think right before. It probably was. It wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad hotel even when I went. Uh, and like, yeah, we went on the beach at night, but it was just kind of cold because it's again it's Ohio. It's not <laughs> Florida. Like so, it's like even yeah. the beach sucks. Like the uh, beach sucks. Yeah. Uh, and they had like this like little nighttime show when I went, and that was all right. Um, but they had a TGI Fridays when we went, so that was fun. I do feel like going there and just like drinking and making that a focus, and maybe like taking a midday nap. And then riding some night rides. I feel like that could be kind of fun. But yeah. Then again, I don't know that I'd prioritize that over doing that somewhere else. I think that's something to do maybe when we when we have kids, where we're not gonna try and get to move them around so much. I think that'd be a good opportunity. And they're like old enough to like kind of go off on their own and, and ride rides. <laughs> yeah. Or like, all right, go ride the fucking corkscrew. <laughs> That's right. That <laughs> a boy. All right. I think we're at number two. So uh, yeah, number two. The listeners picked Knott's Berry Farm. Okay. Number two. So it's respectable. I will say in their votes, a lot of people's favorites were Knott's Berry Farm. And um, some people buried it a bit. Some people don't get Knott's. Some people don't get like they're steaming there. And it's it's not your traditional Cedar Fair Park. But what'd you put at number two? I put my number two at Keens Island. Okay. Uh, I like Keens Island. Uh, it's a beautiful park. Love the beast, especially at night. Uh, God, what a good ride. Um, <laughs> it just, uh, I've always had good memories there. Even the first time I went and it was just pouring down rain and you guys were all hating on it. And, I don't know. Ever since then, I think I think because I like stuck up for it the whole day after you guys mm-hmm. are saying Kings Island sucks, Kings Island sucks. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just have a something about it. I just kind of enjoy a little bit, which is weird. By the way, I need to rewind. I didn't say my number three. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, your number three is Kings <laughs> Island, right? It's Kings Island. Yeah, I, I love the night rides there. It's, yeah, it's it's the place that you if you're having a bad day at Cedar Point, you drive down to Kings Island and have a good night there because their night rides are fantastic. And um, I don't know, like, I, I is the coaster collection better at Cedar Point? It's kind of hard to say, but I do know I enjoy their top three, four, five coasters better at Kings Island than I do at Cedar Point. Yeah. So that's why I put it at three. Anything else about Kings Island at number two for you? Uh, no, go there. It is fun, especially at night. My number two should take some criticism, I think. But I said Carowinds. I love Fury. It's my favorite coaster. And um, I just remember taking a lot of trips there. So I think this is more nostalgic because when I lived in Atlanta, going to Carowinds was fun. Um, 
you know, I got to go to Scarowinds for the first time a couple of years ago. And yeah. it was uh, it was just great to finally go to that, knock it off my bucket list, you know. Um, and then, you know, I think I think Fury 325, best coaster in the world to me um, that I've ridden. <laughs> I haven't really been around the world, but you get it. Intimidator, I think, is an underrated hyper coaster. I think it's really good. Um, and I also love Afterburn. Their invert there is – it's intense. And that top three is solid. I haven't rode Copperhead Strike yet, but I hear it's pretty good. I I weirdly love Plants vs. Zombies. <laughs> and that dumb little uh, theater dark ride shooting thing is fun to me. I really enjoy that. And um, – I don't know. I just have a lot of good memories of that part too. So, well, Carowinds is number one on my list. So, get the fuck out. Yeah. Tell me about it. Well, that's, I mean, you literally listed all the reasons why. Like, I, I had a great time there. I think overall, yeah. I mean, Fury 325, number one mm-hmm. out of all, all the rides at Cedar Fair, best ride there is. But even all the other ones, I think at the end of the day, yeah, Cedar Point has all these rides and a lot of them. And a, I wouldn't say a lot of them. Quite a few of them are bangers. Um, mm-hmm. But I think Carowind consistently has top quality. They might not be all bangers like Fear 325, but top quality coasters that line up. And I think you're getting more bang for your thrill um, there mm-hmm. compared to the other ones. And yeah, I had good, I had good memories when I went. And I've only been there once. And it was such a fantastic time. And it's just beautiful entrance. I think we went the year they just redone the entrance, right? Or yeah, maybe, that is so. true. Yeah. So it's just the whole thing in general. I just had a great time. And I think that's a little thing going there too. I also have to point out one of my favorite drinking locations in any park is Harmony Hall. Um, that area that has like all the food and then they have a nice bar there. Like that's such yeah. a, why doesn't every Cedar Fair Park have that? Yeah. That's something you got to clone and just put it out. Um, yeah. I love that. That's awesome. I didn't, I thought Carowinds was like a sleeper. Like I was like, oh, people are going to be, you fucking love it. I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. That's the one I was like, I was like, oh, I think we're going to easily have in our top three. So yeah, I thought, it was, I thought I was, um, I thought that was one I was going to sneak in and be kind of the outlier there. The listeners put it at what? They put it low. It was like five or six for them, right? Six. Yeah. Yeah. The listeners obviously put Cedar, Cedar Point. Point. Uh, <laughs> okay, cool. We don't need to talk about that. It's the most overrated place of all time, and most of you <laughs> disagree with that statement. For number one, for me, I did put Knott's Berry Farm. So here's my reasoning. Cedar Fair, it very much feels plug and play. You get kind of the same kind of attractions, Um not a lot of clones like a Six Flags Park would do, but the general feel of every Cedar Fair Park is very similar. Like you can tell they've got the same people doing all of their entrances that that they've been like refurbishing and that sort of thing. Knotts, Knotts has to compete with the theme park world of Southern California. So they don't have the space to be a Six Flags Magic Mountain but they kind of lean more towards that kind of a vibe. Yeah. Had to be more creative with their space. So they kind of have more family style roller coasters, but they also kind of play up some theming. So I think about, um, and I really should have done my research here, but whatever the wild West area is that you can go into buildings 
kind of interact with these LA actors and actresses, which is kind of unique to that area. That's true. pretty cool. Ghost Rider to me is a favorite. It's one of my favorite wooden coasters. I thought the refurb was great on it. Um, it was just weird to ride like a GCI coaster that was like an old style, but it felt like a GCI. So that was kind of neat. I liked that a lot. And then um, I think what did it for me was their log flume. Which, yeah, that was a really cool log flume. Yeah, they've got like animatronics there and and um, it's just like a memorable log flume. Yeah, and we don't usually was, ride log flumes, but we had to no, ride that one. You have to. You got to do it. And then they have their uh, mine train. T- no, what's it called? Oh, I really should. I've researched <laughs> this for my number one. But you get in that, the Calico <laughs> mine it. train. The Calico mine train, which is basically a dark ride in, on a train. And you go through these scenes and it's just so unique. That's true. Is it the best coaster lineup? It is not. Not even close, which I think is why a lot of people bury it. Like we had some seventh placers in there, but you have to have some respect for a, a place that kind of does some theming in a Cedar Fair Park. You know, you can you can ride in the back of a horse chariot. You can't do that at Valley Fair. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't do anything fun at Valley Fair. You can't do anything fun. Very at Valley fair. fair. Very fair, Valley Fair. <laughs> Very fair, Valley Fair. <laughs> but anyway, I just I just love knots for what it is. It's it's one of those places that um I, I want to take my wife there. I think she'd love that place. There's just, there's just a lot of little things there that are well done. It's true. And that's why I picked it. Number I think one. it's a good good list. Ours are were pretty similar. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. Yeah, I, was, a few different I didn't know you that. loved Carowin so much. Oh, yeah. That was a great I didn't time. know I loved Carowin so much. <laughs> until I had to put it up against Cedar Fair Parks. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. All right. Yeah. Well, that's our show, right? Anything else? Um, I've got to plug some shit. No, hold yeah. on now. Real quick. Just to kind of wrap this up. Cedar Fair Parks, we kind of ranked some stuff, and it's honestly we ranked a lot of vanilla parks, right? Yeah. What do you want to see Cedar Fair focus on to make their parks better? Uh oh, number one, get a new coaster at Worlds of Fun. <laughs> number one uh, way to increase my view of value, um, Cedar Fair. <laughs> put in a fucking coaster uh i mean really we kind of talked about this uh before we got got into the ranking thing the just our world and this is world of fun and we're going to kind of just shed the light on this example for all cedar fair because they've really kind of fucked all their parks up uh just like they're doing this dinosaur thing in the parking lot world of fun instead of opening the park like every other park com- like every other company is doing yes and and they're doing that across the board with all their parks for the most part uh so not even for the most part they are yeah like knots is the last part to reopen in california yeah when does cedar point open they they open i don't know actually i don't give a shit so i don't know (laughs) yeah i (laughs) think i think they open some like soon if they're not already open like today they're Um, not open yet yeah i know that um but yeah they just they need to I feel like I really feel like Cedar Fair is gonna go bankrupt. They could. Yeah. Like why aren't they take they don't take advantage of spring breaks? What what's that about? Six Flags has these spring breaks and like 
they're having miserable days at the park because there's so many people there. Yeah. And why doesn't Cedar Fair try to open for spring breaks? Kids they are just, out of school. I think they're sending ways, and I, I think they feel like the added cost to do that won't outweigh people coming in, but it, it would. Like, it'll pay for itself, if not more. Yeah. It's frustrating. I, so, I, I think pers- I, I want to see. I think just getting their basic infrastructure because that's going to take some years to fix. So then from there, then they have to do these next level things. Cause I, if they just use next level things, it's yeah, that'd be nice, but they're still going to, they're going to still have the game plan where they're just going to feed Cedar point, Keens Island, Carowinds. Uh, yeah. They're just going to feed those parks instead of putting money back into all the parks and making some real big things happen at other ones. Yeah. It's, and there's been how many rumors of them trying to sell worlds of fun? A lot. Yeah. But they acquired they would. all the Slitherbond parks, so that's interesting. So it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. So I think I think they're just they need to fix some internal stuff before they could really to get some good like futuristic views of what kind of uh, long term investments they need to put into parks to make it fun. Yeah. So I'm looking for it's like a business thing for me. I don't know why, but I think. No matter what they it do, is, they, they could they could get RFC and RMCs and all this kind of stuff, which would be great and fun. I mean, they've done that, uh, you know, Steve, boo. Uh, but boo. I think I think they're just like throwing darts at a dartboard and hoping one sticks versus really coming up with a strategic plan, which I think that's what Six Flags have done, you know, and something they've been doing for years now, which is why they've kind of rebounded. And I think they're better than Cedar Fair now. I do too. I especially with these last two years of operation six flags has said we're going to figure it out Cedar fair is like we're going to sit on our money <laughs> and money please money, money please <laughs> no but i would agree with you man like one, one of their biggest things they need to do is quit neglecting their small parks they are neglected it's terrible like we neglected help us <laughs> <laughs> please <laughs> like why isn't valley fair dorney world of fun like why are they just happy with it not improving i don't get <sighs> it's it it's bad and then i also think they need to be putting in fucking dark rides yeah none of these places have a good dark ride not one of these parks i mean you got knots <laughs> just think i think why i see it so highly <laughs> you're like none of these parks well you got knots knots <laughs> But it is none just of these nuts. parks, though. None of these parks. Well, it is not. <laughs> I mean, you got you got like the Paramount parks that were bought. They have like their Scooby Doo shoot shoot them up dark rides. Yeah, but they're not that good. No. Wait, Scooby Doo shoot just... up ones. That's Six Flags. Um, Paramount that. also. They oh, they're they're ones, they're though. Ghost Blasters. They used to be, back in the day, where Scooby Doo. Oh, okay, Cause I know six like six like St. Louis has a Scooby Doo water one. It Used to. Stuck on. Oh yeah, that's closed now. Oh, I guess yeah. Scooby Doo is just irrelevant everywhere now. It is, yeah. <laughs> but I, I want to see more dark rides. I want to see them invest in their small parks. Like, actually, give a shit about what they're operating outside of Ohio. Yeah. Like I I don't know how this doesn't piss more people off that they're just like yeah, Cedar Point, Kings Island, they get everything. It's just. And like this is us off. And like Worlds of Fun is cutting Winterfest. What the fuck is that? It's bullshit. That's what that is. Bullshit. Like for real. Like why Winterfest is the best thing ever. 
And everyone's it's, upset about it. Every I was I've been in that like <laughs> that annual uh, season pass like Facebook group, mm-hmm. and pe- someone asked about that, and it the most interactions I've seen in that group so far, and they were just like, I don't it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It's the yeah. it's the popular event. It's their uh, best again, event. It goes back to the leadership making very poor decisions across the board. Like, mm-hmm. and that's where Cedar Fair needs a like they need to get new leadership and that's going to take years, unfortunately. So either two things that happen, either they get new leadership and they rebound or they go bankrupt. Yeah. I lean towards bankrupt. That's my take on Cedar fair. All right. What's your anyways? Anything else to add? Um, Cedar fair. You're okay. (laughs) You're okay. All right. Anyway, that's how we're in the show. We're going to plug some shit. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok. At Coaster Cuzzies. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, and on Clubhouse. By the way, you like this podcast, you're a big fan of it, make sure you rate it on um, Apple Podcasts, I believe, is the place to go. Go on there, leave us a five-star rating, and be like, hey, those guys are pretty cool. I'm a big fan of them. If you don't think we're a five-star podcast, go do something else. Go for a jog. Go feed your dog. Something like that. Could do something like that. Anyway, uh, I do want to announce, though, um, this show drops on Tuesday. On Tuesday, I am going to start the California Coaster Knockout or California Theme Park Knockout Challenge. We did it in Florida. It was quite fun, and we're going to do it for the state of California, which could be a mess. There's way too many parks there, and um, I don't know why I just announced it, but since I did, we have to do it. So, yeah, that's a lot of parks. <laughs> yep. So head over to our Instagram at Coaster Cuzzies to put your vote in on what park to eliminate next. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, hopefully you don't, you agree with our list to a certain degree. You know, ours mattered. So just keep that in mind. Hopefully uh, you agree with your own list. Yeah. Hope, maybe you might've changed it after hearing our take on it. Who knows? But you know, just have some self-confidence in your own list, really. We believe yeah. in you. Like, be proud of your favorite park. Yeah, everyone has their own reasons, you know. Even Costa Pro and myself, ours are different. His is about the rides. Reminds kind of more about memories. And we kind of both agree on the whole experience. Uh, but, like, I'm more – memories come a big part of it where he wants more of that, that lineup. So. Yeah, fuck memories. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thank you for joining us. Uh, Stay fly, America. You know what to do.